This is the EVP Podcast. Yes, we're back with another episode from the Energy, Visions, and Paranormal team. I'm DVO. I'm Beaker. I'm Ghosty. We have a special guest. Ring that bell. Here is... Brandy. <laughs> She's here. Look, you had me rub my beard on there, pretending to do ASMR, and I've got like a great beard hair stuck it's to it. It's a curly whirly. Yeah. You got a curly whirly in your bike. <laughs> How is it to get there? <laughs> I don't know. It was in your mouth, though. <laughs> you tell us what it is. It's on my chin. <laughs> I bet it was. Don't be jealous that you can't grow a beard. Man, I'm just glad I don't got curly whirlies all over my chin. Yet. <laughs> Wait till after the episode is what he's saying. I'll get excited. Later. We'll make out later. <laughs> Have you guys been watching Stranger Things yet? I've yes. Finished that shit. Have you finished you know it? I am. I'm in it. I've, I am. I finished what I could because there's still like two episodes that are coming out on July first. I I'm in the middle of this latest episode. I love it. I the love Stranger episode. Things. Which, latest season. Okay. I was like, there's seven episodes. The latest <laughs> season. Yeah, Halfway through the latest season. Well, it's hard to get through them like quick because they're not like the normal like 40 minute episodes. They're, they're, like, they're like they're like an hour and a 15 yeah. minutes. The last episode, episode seven, is like almost two hours long. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. It's one hour 40 minutes. Like I was watching it and I was like a half hour in. And I paused it to go to the bathroom, and I saw how like how much was still left. And I was like, "Good God, how long is this? It's an hour and 40. The saddest part about it all is this is the last season. That's the saddest part yes. of all. Such a good show. Anyway, we're traveling down to Virginia City, Nevada. Are we? Yep. Sure, we should. We're heading there's down. Like, well, it's kind of hard to tell. Then we can say Virginia City. You don't know where we're going to talk about because there's like 90 bajillion places in this small little city that's haunted. Yeah, it's old ghost town, old mining ghost town. Still and, populated. And our good friend, Paul Welsh, lives pretty close there. He lives in Reno. So it's about 30, 45-minute uh, drive. And I want to go I want to go visit him and check out we all the We should just, like, all take, like, a week off of work. And we can hit a bunch of these places because you've got, you got the Wasaho Club. Yes. you got the Mackey Mansion. Yes. You've got uh, all the 1,400 other places that they mentioned on Ghost Adventures. And then about a half an hour away, you got the Nevada State Penitentiary. Oh. Like, there's so many places within that little area that hmm. we can investigate. We can make like a week-long trip and just like investigate every night and then hate ourselves for it. <laughs> <laughs> Get burned out for a while. <laughs> but I didn't mention what we're actually talking about. Which is the Bonanza Saloon. So I chose this one because of what you just mentioned. Everyone knows, or most people already know, all of these other locations you just mentioned. And I do want to get to those. But I thought for for the introduction of Virginia City to the EVP podcast, let's talk about the Bonanza Saloon. And guess what? It's haunted. No. <laughs> no, it's not. So it just wants to. <laughs> so a couple things that they're kind of famous for, and we'll go more detail later. But they're famous for the suicide table. What is that getting spooky already? No, I'm scared. Um, a wonderful lady of the night, Julia Bouet. We'll get fascinated. Into that. Yes, <laughs> <I'm> scared. <laughs> so we're gonna get into all of these. And we got some EVPs that we're going to share that our good friend sent us. So we're going to share some EVPs <laughs> later. You know, we're actually doing EVPs on the EVP podcast. Yes. Not crazy. that's what our show's about, but. But we're going to do them for you. Yeah. I mean, we kind of been skimping on that. So real quick, I had seen a story of an investigative team that was there. And they were down in the basement. Two girls went down there. <laughs> so yeah, in Virginia City, during <laughs> the mining boom for silver. I heard the ratio of men to women was 17 to 1. 
That was the ratio. 17 men to one woman. On the and there was, there was one trooper that was really there to take care of that. <laughs> we'll, again, we'll get to that part later. So anyway, this investigative, investigative team thought it might be good to send, let's just send two females down to the basement and see what interaction we get. And what happened was one female did feel like she was maybe groped or touched inappropriately, a little touch, touch, touch. I wasn't and, there. Mm-hmm. We'll see. And the other female actually passed out, and they had to resuscitate her. They think that maybe she even maybe passed away for a brief second. What time of year was this? Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Heat Why? stroke. That's what I'm getting at. Uh, interesting. Very possible. I like that theory. So she died from the heat stroke, and then they... Yeah? Yeah. I mean, it, may, it might make more sense than a ghost killing them. <laughs> but anyway, that was a, that's a story from an investigative team. But let's go into what it's known for. And let's talk about Ghosts. the and suicide hose. table. Ghost knows. Speaker, you got a little bit you got a little bit more detailed story about the suicide table. In fact, uh, our good friend Paul sent me a good picture of the suicide table when he was actually investigating it. But he didn't send me any good evidence. He um he didn't get a lot of good evidence while he was there at the Bonanza. But he's got some other locations that, in there. So in that picture that he sent you, yes, I know I've seen like, and we'll post on, it on our on social some media. Some of the uh, some of the articles I was reading, apparently, like near the table, it actually explains what the table was originally used for. Um, I don't know what Faro is. It's a game. Faro. Yeah, I it's understand a it's a game. It's a gambling table, but mm-hmm. I've never played Faro. Um, I don't know how to play Faro, but that's what originally the table was. So they acquired the table, I think, in like 1863, is when um, they originally had the table, and it wasn't it wasn't originally at the Bonanza. It was actually across the street at the Delta. Delta. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy that owns the Bonanza also owns the Delta. Saloon. Mm-hmm. Um, what happened? I think this was like 2019. There was an explosion at the Delta Saloon, and literally like everything around the the suicide table it was, was damaged. It's just yeah. like like just wrecked completely in this explosion and the suicide table came out unscathed like no damage to the table at all so they actually hired some professional movers they moved it across the street of the bonanza where it currently sits and they put a top like a glass top there's plexiglass across plexiglass the top. so no one plays it they, they say that there is, the plexiglass is there to protect you not the table mm-hmm. so um three owners of this table i guess currently on the fourth owner but the first owner um, his name was Black Jake. Ooh, I like that. Um, he lost $70,000 playing cards one evening at the table and uh, shot himself. Well, 70000 that was in the... 1860s. 1860s, so yes. that's a good chunk today. <laughs> He's so, like, oh, my wife's going to kill me. I better much. do it first. <laughs> right. Um, second owner, they don't have his name, but... They're saying that uh, he was unable to pay his losses. And so it is possible that he also unalived himself. But it is also possible that his angry creditors came and unalived him for him. Hmm. Which, knowing what I know, and we'll just, we'll get into this a little bit later. Okay. After we watched, um, after we talked about the Ghost Adventures episode. Um, I have a theory. I, I, on which one of those two that I think it is. Okay. Uh, if it's the suicide or the... the um, un- voluntarily unalived. All right. <laughs> um, so after this second suicide at the table, uh-huh. none of the dealers wanted anything to do with the table. 
So they just kind of put it in storage. Uh, it was a little while later. They brought it out of storage. Um, at this point, it was in the 1890s. So it was about like 20, 30 years later. They brought it out of storage and uh, they refurbished it as a blackjack table. Yeah, they thought maybe Pharaoh's a dangerous game here. <laughs> Let's make this a blackjack Well, table. that was part of it. The other part is Pharaoh was actually uh, outlawed. Oh. Because it was so easy for people to cheat at. I just looked, and it's a dis- this Pharaoh game is a descendant of Bassett, which I've also have never, I've played. never heard. I don't of know how Bassett is either. But I've heard a, of Bassett. At least I've heard of that game. It's a hound. Yes, it is a hound. <laughs> it's type dog. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was refurbished. Pharaoh was outlawed because it was extremely easy to cheat at Pharaoh. And I also saw that Pharaoh also is spelled sometimes as in the Egyptian god Pharaoh, Egyptian king Pharaoh. So I don't know where the, the game really came from, but I do know continue. if you visit though, they do have like. A plaque on the wall that explains what Pharaoh is. Okay. Um, so if you want to travel all the way to Virginia City to find out what Pharaoh is, you're more than welcome to, or you could probably just Google it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so the third guy, blackjack table. Mm-hmm. That's my game. Yes. Is it? Yes. So this drunk dude, like a local miner, wanders in one night, had this crazy ass like streak of good luck. Okay. Right? Won eighty six thousand dollars again, eighteen ninety. that's not only one. He won a team of horses and an interest in a gold mine. This is how much this dude won, right? Um, The owner, basically, he won everything the owner of the table had. Like, he cleaned him completely out. The guy was so distressed um, right there at the table. I don't know if he was the one dealing, but right there at the table, again, unalived himself. So three owners, three suicides. Hence the suicide table. And what was interesting is, um, for those of you that, I, I guess we've already introduced her, but um, Brandy, when we were on our way here, I showed her a picture of the suicide table. Uh-huh. And she was she was confused. I didn't tell her anything about the table. I just, look at this picture, tell me what you feel. And she said, this is the weirdest thing. Or do you want to, do you want to say it? No, you can Okay, so she said, this is the weirdest thing she's ever seen on a, a object that has energy on it. Hmm. It was only on the half of the table. It wasn't the whole table. And the energy was actually on the dealer side of the table. Interesting. Which would make sense to me because apparently it's all the, the owners had all killed themselves on the dealer right. side of the table. Okay. Hmm. There was a lot of um there was a lot of emotions. There was fear, there was sadness, there was suffocation. Yep. Frustration and suffocation. So there's a lot of different emotions just picking up off this table. Interesting. Um, but yeah, so I I, I do believe, um, obviously they've documented at least three deaths at this table. So, and I all from the owners. All of the owners. Um, and I mean, I do find it very interesting, like she did, that um, all the energy was on the dealer side of the table. That is interesting. Huh. Okay. Now, when they started the Ghost Adventures episode, that's like one of the first things they did is they went and put their EMF meters. They had a trifill meter and they had what looked like the ED Plus from Ghost Stop, um, two different types of EMF meters. And they had it right on the center of the table, so kind of towards the dealer side, but the, both EMF meters were like going yeah. crazy. Again, this is a wooden table. Yes. So, should give up no energy. Shouldn't, but it was. Interesting, interesting. That's the suicide table. That's the suicide table. And then Ghosty's going to talk about the the most gorgeous madam of Virginia City. <laughs> I'm oh, there. And her name, uh, Julia Boulette. Uh-huh. 
Ghost you, and you Hose. Of, you know much about her. Ghost and Hose. <laughs> There's what I've read. It says that a lot of the information about her is is uh, is false. But um, let's see. She ended up. She was like really close with the fire department. Oh, they adored her. Yeah. And, oh, I bet she took care of the fire department That's really well. She took care. She was of an honorary member. Yes. She got her own little uh, fire cap and shirt and everything. Um, she did actually. But I know she was. She went all up and down California, hoeing up and all up and down. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh, yeah. ended up. She was a prostitute. Coming to Virginia City and just kind of. Staying there because I guess with a ratio, this was good. This was booming. Why leave? Well, you got all those gold because this is like this is around the time where they found all the silver there. Yes, like they found the silver mines. So this was during this like the silver rush of uh, the time. So yeah, a lot of dudes. I I guess they found like a a small little vein, and so sorry people started flocking. Anytime people heard of anything, small little vein. (laughs) She likes veins. (laughs) She finds the lighthouse vein. And then when they when they struck the uh, the Comstock load and, and she caught the load and yeah. everybody was <laughs> happy was and make the same good in Virginia City. <laughs> but at 35 years old in uh, Jan- on January 20th of 1867, that's when she met her maker. Well, the thing about the thing about her from when I was just kind of reading and listening to you about her is okay. Yes, she was a prostitute, but she was like. A really nice person, though. And she was well-known. She just, Not only did she have, like, an in with the fire department, like, a lot of the ladies, like, the, the well-to-do ladies that lived in the city, she was, like, friends with all of them, too. Right. So, I mean, she was overall, like you said, a good person. Yeah, so, like, every, everyone in the town actually just liked like, her. She's just, like, getting paid to have sex. Yeah. Nothing wrong with Business that. Business is yeah, booming. Right? Yeah. Life's good. Yeah, why hey, not? Hey, sell the product you have. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. <laughs> I ain't, I ain't hating on it, and so that's why it was the big. Her murder was a big was a big story there because yeah, every, everyone liked her. They were like, why would anyone do this to her? And she was at the nice young age of only thirty five years old at, at the time. But she was murdered, murdered, murdered. Blunt force trauma. That's part of it. What else was there? Strangulation. Suffocation. Suffocation. No breathing. Yeah. <laughs> People don't usually last with that. Cut <laughs> myself. I don't know the lyrics. But but what but what is it that attaches her to like the bonanza? Oh, uh, she lived there. Yeah, she she lived the there, and um, and she I guess was, they they think her spirit's still there because of how, I guess how sudden or how unexpected, unexpected and she was atrocious it was. Yeah. Well. And, it was, they they said it was like a robbery. Gun yeah, John John like Million, I believe Million. was his name. Yeah. Million. He was a Frenchie. Yeah. So yep. he he claimed. So he was arrested. And he was like, no, it wasn't me. Even when even at the time of the sitting at the gallows, he was like, it, it wasn't me. I just yeah. was, I was just went there. That's to where rob Shaggy her. got his song from. Shaggy. Yeah, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Caught me on the counter. It wasn't me. <laughs> I forgot you only listened to like Dixie Chicks. I listen, I listen to Shaggy. I have one of his albums. Me too, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so she was she was hung. Well, he they, he was hung for the murder of Julia Bullet, and he claimed innocence the whole time. Yep, he's like, I just robbed her. Yeah, although she didn't really have a whole lot of jewelry or money to begin with mm-hmm. at the time, like when they found her, like she didn't have a whole lot. So I don't think that she jealous was. much. Yeah, probably. <laughs> 
I, I don't think it was a robbery. So I guess they think her spirit is at the Bonanza, but I don't know. Well, let's talk about it. Let's talk about some investigations. Killed her, and then while he was there, I was like, no, I'll take some of this. Yeah. <laughs> Look what I found. <laughs> Ew, gross. So, you don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So the Bonanza is not the most famous of haunted places in Virginia City. Beaker at the beginning just rattled off a whole bunch more that are way more popular. The Wasaho Club, Mackey Mansion, and then others. Yeah. So I, I just others. I just kind of uh, I picked this episode because I thought this would be a good introduction. And the only thing I could find on this, like investigative or stories, was an episode of Ghost Adventures. They're the only ones that I could find that actually investigated it. Um, I know I've seen I've seen stories of people talking about it, but they're all outside or they're taking a tour on the inside. But only Ghost Adventures I've seen uh, take a, a whole tour and investigation. And Brandy watched a little bit of it with us, yep. and she was able to validate some of the evidence. Now, some of the evidence on the episode, eh, can't really tell. Could be a little embellishment. They grabbed Zankel. And it's that ankle. <laughs> I mean, it, it checks out. Their story checks out. <laughs> so let, let's let's get let's get into it. So, Bigger, you've got some of the EVPs that you can play. But before we get into these, anything else you guys want to mention about anything about the Bonanza? I don't know. If there's anything else. All right. Nothing about. It. Yeah. All right. Let's get these. I mean, it was hard to find information on this other than like the Ghost Adventures episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was. So. But these EVPs were pretty good, and some of the things that Brandy was able to notice were. Were pretty good as well. So we're going to start off. They're talking to who they believe to be Julia. Mm-hmm. And they ask a question. They say, um, did, did, uh, something like, did you kill, did you kill her or something like that? So, um, they, they think they're talking to the Frenchie. What's his name? John Millen. John Millen. So here's, uh, them asking a question like, did you kill her? And then you get a response. I think I have it at the right place. Julia. Did you kill Julia? Okay, so you hear that. Uh, he says, did you kill Julia? And then you definitely hear a woman's voice. Yes. Um, I don't... What did, I know that what they put up on the screen, they think that it said yes. Mm-hmm. To me, it doesn't sound like yes. And to me, it did, but it's okay. If it, could, we could be wrong. So, do you want me to play it again? Or? I'd love for you. Okay, and then let's, say let's what you, rewind it. Do you just, want to say what you think is first and then play it? So, do you have a... Uh, what do you think it said, Ghosting? Uh, it sounded like yes to me. Okay. So, you both hear yes. I hear the word did. Um, and I'll play it again real quick. You can see what you think. Okay, I can hear that. <laughs> now that you say that. Okay, so I hear the word did when I'm playing that. I hear did. So um, what we've found out, because we had we, we had our cheat sheet today. We had Brandy <laughs> um, watching the episode with us, and she actually confirmed. So we're only playing EVPs from the show that she's confirmed are legit EVPs. This was actually Julia. This was Julia that be, they were talking be, about. Because there were quite a few EVPs that they had in the episode, but we were not playing any of those because... Brandy, you could say, no, that that's not it. And maybe explain why that is. Like, 
Brandy, do you want to give more details? Yeah, get closer. I actually potty real fast. I broke the seal. This is a front facing. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, because I can see spirits in in photo and video, uh-huh. and I don't hear like a lot of like I when I listen to EVPs, if the person is like because that one he sounds like it says did. Uh-huh. It actually says he did. Right. And the only reason I know that. That I can hear that is because her voice is so high pitched uh-huh. that I can hear it. Women's ears are different. Yeah. Um, some of the men's voices I don't hear very well, but um, because we mumble. Right. That's true. Right. Yeah. And then, and usually when um, a vo- like if a spirit is speaking that close, I uh-huh. can see them in the video, and she is there. Right. And so I can see her mouth moving, and I can clearly hear. Oh my did. goodness! Interesting. So as we were watching this, you did mention that you physically saw her, mm-hmm. like her spirit in one of the doorways. And you said her hands were like outstretched in front of her, like they were bound. Yeah. She had them like this and looked like, I don't know if they were actually tied, but she had them out. Like she was, you know, having trouble moving her arms. I don't know if they did tie her hands or she was just, you know, like me praying to God that, you know, they might not kill her or, but it, it felt like. From the video that... Is that her? Yeah, that is her. Okay, okay, so it is her then. Yeah. All right. And, I just uh, showed Brandy a, a picture of Julia Boulette. When you saw her, did she have the long sleeves hanging? Yeah, so she had the big, I don't know... Fluffy? Big fluffy, but there's like a lot of Hanginess. space. Yep. Like a, almost like a see. robe, you know? Kind of like a robe right, okay. sort of thing. So, um, Ghosty, you said you saw something similar in yeah. that... Mm-hmm. But she had her hands stretched. I don't know if it's because they were bound or if she was just like praying mm. to God that please don't kill me or or what was going on. But I, you know, and I feel he has more, Beaker has more emotion than I do. I'm more of a physical empath. But yeah, I could tell that she So was that distress. Julia that answered that question? Did mm-hmm. she just say he did? Yep. Oh, okay. Yep, that was her. Oh, so, wow. And she was like telling us that, you just know. cracked hey, the case. This, this, <laughs> Let's get him. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> As she was uh, telling us, you know, the spirits here, her hands look like that. Um, I don't tell, like, when I'm watching episodes like this with her for the podcast, I don't tell her anything about the spirits or anything like that. So she had no idea the history. I'd already played that part before I picked her up. She had no idea the history of this person. Um, so I asked her when she pointed it out, I said, what emotions are you feeling from this spirit? And she said that she was feeling, um, like, fear or anxiety, but also acceptance, right? Yeah, like... She was feeling kind of anguished, like, I, I know that I'm going to die today. I don't want to, but I, she had a feeling that she was probably going oh, to die. Okay. So she knew it was coming. So he wasn't just going for the jewels. So, yeah, no, this was definitely from from what we're getting through her, because um, we're doing it the Hans Holzer way. We're using a trans medium. <laughs> there we go. Um, she knew. This was, this was a premeditated murder. She knew it was going to happen. Yeah. So there's probably some more behind this that we obviously don't know but obviously she did something or she pissed off the wrong person whether it was intentional or not but in my opinion like from what she told us she knew it was coming mm. and so then, it wasn't a robbery and then brandy you said you you saw someone else in the basement that none of us could see right it was a it was a gentleman okay so and they think that they're talking to the guy that killed julia right but then um, this is where we'll get into where I believe the second owner of the table was not suicided. The one that had a, uh, a debt. The one that possibly couldn't pay his debt. So uh-huh. I think that he might've been 
unalived by his debt collectors, basically. Okay. So when she described this other spirit, um, I asked, you know, again, she doesn't know any of the information about the table or any of the spirits or anything like so that. So go ahead, Brad. What, 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 explain, what did you see? Uh, I saw a gentleman. He was probably just a little your size, okay. height-wise. Uh-huh. Um, but he had looked like he'd been shot with, like, a shotgun. Ah. Did you see all the little pellet yeah, holes? Little, little pellet okay. holes. Okay. So I see spirits how they die. Ah. Okay. So when she mentioned that she saw the second spirit, I asked if she could tell how he died. Um, when she said that, that led me to believe it was the second owner of the table and not the guy that had uh, mm. killed Julia. The reason being is, like we've mentioned, uh, he was hung for the crime. Yes. So if he was hung, it would make no sense that someone shot him from behind with a shotgun. Sure. So that, knowing this information, that's why I don't think the second owner of the table actually killed himself. I think someone else, I think they were right in their assumption that it was possibly people trying to collect their debt. Ah, okay. And so right about this time as well, during the investigation of Ghost Adventures, Aaron freaks out. And he's like, he's freaking out. Like you see his camera just fumbling all over the place. And they're like, what's going on? What's going on? And he says, somebody just like tapped me. Like and tap, he, yeah. like three times, like he like himself, like maybe three or four times or whatever, like on his, kind of like his shoulder chest area. And um, and so they, they show the view of, from Aaron, like you see his camera like all over the place, right? Like I, I would have thought he dropped it down the stairs because it was just like you, the camera's all over the place. Then they showed another view of someone else holding a camera, watching Aaron freak out, and then Brandy goes, "Oh yeah." So Brandy, you saw the same gentleman actually tap him a few times, right? Yeah, from behind. He from was behind, standing behind oh, okay. him and tapping him right. Like, oh, the right back of the shoulder. Oh, interesting. So so Aaron freaking out is a legitimate freak out because yeah. he's not expecting anyone to tap him on the shoulder. So that was pretty good. So they asked, like, did you did you tap him, right? And so, Beaker, you got another EP for I us. I believe I have this up at the right spot here. Oh. I turned the volume down. We believe tapped Aaron's shoulder Ooh, causing lot. him to freak out. So it sounds like a woman laughing to me, though? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, was it Julia laughing? Oh, okay, so she laughed at Aaron freaking out, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> so if you want, I can play that again. Yeah, yeah, play it again. So, it's funny. Oh, my phone. That's pretty good. I mean, we have now two EVPs from Julia saying, yeah, he did it, and laughing at Aaron freaking out. That's, that's pretty good. And then um, there's another, there's another, we have one more EVP that, that Brady was able to confirm was a legit EVP, and they asked a question. You got that one? Yeah, I think I have it at the right spot here. Um, I'll hit play and pray that it's where it's supposed to be. How many spirits are here? Wow. And so, Brandy, was that the other gentleman? So, yeah, it was the guy. So, it was the, uh-huh. Julia and the guy, they're both, well, as we think, they're victims of this whole ordeal. Right. So, so you, we get we get the, the other gentleman saying there's two of us. Now, Brandy, you just said, well, there's actually a lot more in, in the, the building, in the building, but in the basement. In the basement where they're at, there's two. It was just those two. So, it's funny that you said, you've noticed, you saw Julia, you saw the gentleman, and then they ask, how many spirits are down here? And the guy goes, there's two of us. 
Let's play, play it one more time if you don't mind. Okay. That was pretty good. That was a really clear one. Yeah. That's pretty good. I mean, that's really clear. Yeah. I think that's better than, you know, when he says he has the class A EVP of Julia saying yes. I think this is even more. Yeah, yeah. Like, this more is pronounced. You can tell this. I mean, this is in my opinion. I think the the he did or the yes. I think that would be more in my opinion a class B EVP. Uh-huh. But this one for sure is a class A. Yeah, like, the, there's the, no question. The about best it. EVP of all of them. Yeah, so it's pretty good. So that's. That's the Bonanza Saloon down in Virginia City. Did you have uh, EVPs from Paul? He didn't have any. He just sent me pictures. So, so yeah, he didn't have any evidence. Did he investigate this building? He did investigate the building. He did investigate it. I would be surprised if he hadn't. Right. I would be, too. He's been there a million times. Yeah. But but I'm sure... I did talk to him, though. He he does seem willing to share any evidence uh, that he has with us about other locations in Virginia City. But you guys should go check him out at Paranormal Veracity. On Instagram and Facebook, they, they, he does a lot of investigations. Um, he posted on his also the YouTube channel of Paranormal Veracity. He's, he's a good friend of ours, and uh, you know he used to live here near us, and we would investigate together. And now he lives down there in in Reno. So yeah, I've known Paul pretty much as long as I've been investigating for eight years now. Yeah, I mean he's such a good I've guy, and if, I mean if you ever get the privilege of investigating with him, he's more than happy to, like share his equipment and share his stories. Such such a good guy to investigate with, and and. Uh, um, he did say that next time he's in t- back in town that he'd like to come on the podcast with us. Actually. Yeah, he did. It was it was actually really cool because when uh, Ghost and I went down to Vegas to the Paranormal Convention, uh, he hung out with us while we were there. Yep. Yeah. Walked around with us. He better have. He did. <laughs> We've got a picture with him. He was like, oh, the EVP podcast. I need a picture. These guys are famous. <laughs> yeah. So he's actually on our Insta, on one of our Instagram pictures from the convention that's right he is yeah so you guys should check check them out they got they, they put a lot of good stuff a lot of good like i said investigations that they do they, they post a lot of that on their social media and youtube channel so check out paranormal veracity and also, also check out evp.pod which is our social media you better <laughs> and, and and youtube channel make sure you are telling your friends if you are enjoying our episodes because you know what we're funny as shit um because i said so and if you don't think so then you're wrong um but yeah share like subscribe do all that fun shit so we can get our yacht. Eventually. Yeah. All right, everybody. Ghosts and hoes. Ghosts, you don't play that. Peace out, butterflies. Dun 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 bonanza. Dun 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 dun. Ghosts and hoes. <laughs> <laughs>